eyesight's probably the first um, sensory um, most prioritized by the brain, but right behind it is is hearing, and it can influence your state of mind, your your emotions. You know, if you put the right music to work, you work better. If you put the right music to work out, you work out better. You know, if you want to have a romantic date, there's a very different kind of music you want to play there. Um, well, <laughs> needless to say, it's amazing. And if you if you don't if you're not uh, cognizant of what you're choosing to hear, it will have a, a, an effect in you. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. Here's the second part of my interview with Fernando Pyers. Just for, uh, for, for people who are interested in finding out a little more about the development of this, this product. So um, obviously when things happen, you need to fix, you know, unanticipated problems. I mean, problems can mm -hmm. happen for any number of reasons. Right. So what happened with the 416 that you fixed on your pod mobile? Can you explain what happened there? Oh yeah, the 416 uh, doesn't have much of a tolerance for um, phantom power being outside the operating range. If you get like uh, AT2020 Audio Technica, for example, uh, it, it it's uh, rated at 48 volts, but if you put 12, it work just fine. You know, uh, not the case with the 416. And the circuit for the phantom power of the Pod Mobile was uh, what I would ca call cross-regulated which is you, you achieve voltage regulation on this part of the circuit and consequently your voltage regulation on that other part, the phantom power part, is in the ballpark. It was not enough. So now the Pod Mobile has a dedicated phantom power circuit that, you know, it, it has a target and the, the little computer, the microcontroller, will be, looks at it and regulates up once it achieves the, the voltage then it's done, then it's fully initialized. And then, you know, it wasn't a hard fix at all. Um, and I just didn't, did not think it was necessary. And, you know. Yeah, the 416 is a unique beast. <laughs> right, it is. And it's such a great microphone, isn't it? I was really impressed with the sound of it. Goodness, that's great. Yeah. yeah, and the good thing about it is that in a way, he's kind of like a dynamic mic because it's it's got so much noise rejection. Like this is the AT2035 that I'm using. Um, and I know any noise will be picked up. Like if the, the dog starts barking at the other side of the street, it will, you know, be immediately captured. Not the case with the 416. But, you know, I'm kind of new to this world and I did not know about it, that people, you know, uh, are so, uh, that this is such a dear microphone to, and like the true workhorse, no brainer to go to. Um, and, you know, once that was fixed, pretty much got fixed for everybody because um, once you have good phantom power regulation, every microphone should work just fine. Yeah. And I love yeah. that mic. It and was I'm great. I'm really glad. Yeah. It, I, actually hearing you use it for a little bit there, it sounded really good. But yeah, it's a, it's a mic that I use on a regular basis for my voiceovers. So that's my mm -hmm. 
everyday workhorse mic and it's actually a mic i travel with because mm-hmm. as you say the the sound um rejection actually is really good so if you're right. in a fairly noisy environment it can reject mm-hmm. a lot of the sound that will make that recording unusable <laughs> or so equally for it, that matter right yeah because yeah. at least it, it, it will it reject the helps. higher frequencies you know, because if if you speak on the side of it, it gets muffled, which means that the mm-hmm. echo would get muffled as well. At least that's how I'd like to think. Yeah, yeah. The the idea, I guess, is that these were the mics that were used on the top of poles in, on movie sets. They're like mm-hmm. boom mics. Those are the mm-hmm. what they were using there. So they are very directional. Like you put that that right. mic pointed in a certain direction, and it's going to pick up everything there. But anything around it not necessarily so really good for dialogue and Mm -hmm. and things like that and yeah i think it was someone who was like i'm i'm probably misquoting here because i i don't know all of the history but i believe what happened was that someone who was doing promo decided Mm. to use one of these 416s at one point and it sounded really good so he kept on doing it and then it oh, okay. caught so it on kind of a, elsewhere a find basically yeah it was a find uh-huh. exactly yeah so so now all like a, a lot not all but a lot of uh, voice actors use the 416 it depends i think on the timbre and tone of your voice so mm-hmm. it tends to work better with lower registers so mm. Women with lower voices, men with lower voices, or just men's voices, I think, because most men's voices are below a certain uh, point. So, um, but, you know, higher women's voices, maybe not. Um, it okay. just depends. Everyone's Yeah, I could tell it's kind of bright. It is a little bit bright, you know. Um, but for instance, like, I'm using this mic and I'm boosting the highs on the equalizer because I want the brightness. With the 416, I might not need to mm-hmm. turn the knob. But granted, this is like you can buy five of these with the price of the four sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. It's it's yeah. one of those mics though. What I love about it is I mean, not that I would, but you could actually drop it and it'll do just fine. <laughs> right. Right. Which yeah. doesn't look like it, right? Because it's such a small no. uh it's such a tiny microphone in a way. It's long, but it's really you know, the the circumference is like kind of teeny tiny. No, I just feel that it yeah. can break. But yeah, I know it's super shock well, resistant and moisture resistant. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it's it was used on movie sets and that was just thrown around. So, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, on a movie set, it was probably encased in like foam and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe you don't want to just drop it without anything around it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you're you're more likely to have a working microphone <laughs> yeah. uh, in case, and, just in case. And that shines a light on how one person could be uh, blindsided if they don't they don't just start like we were talking about, you know, because mm-hmm. I, that's what I did. I built a thing and then I just started by going to the one voice, you know, totally kind of unprepared really. And, you know, and, and started selling those. And, you know, it was, it didn't take very long to bump into this issue with the 416. Um, mm-hmm. One of the people that bought it uh, at the one voice, uh, Tony Tofoni, great guy. Uh, he sent me a picture of him using the the Pod Mobile with an SM7B microphone, which is a dynamic, very quiet microphone, like 
quiet in the sense that the signal that it puts out is very teeny tiny and need to amplify a whole bunch to work with it. So it's common, uh, common knowledge. Uh, it's, it's very common to see people using an intermediate preamp between the, the microphone and the audio interface. Like the cloud, the cloud lifter. lifter. Yeah, yeah. Head, exactly. Sure. But I did not want to, to have that sort of, you know, that's the, the idea of the pod mobile is that, it, it, you know, it solves your problems. So if you have to go the extra mile to get that fat head or whatever, then I think my equipment is not doing all the the job that it could do. Um, nothing wrong with that, but you know I think I could have that basis covered as well. So he sent me a picture and he was happy; he was not complaining or anything. I'm like, wow, you know. And I asked, "Is this the intermediate preamp?" Said, "Yeah," and he was happy with it. Uh, I'm like, okay. And I went and I bought an SM7B. Connected to my pod mobile and man, I don't have enough gain here. And and then I tweak the preamp circuit to work with that microphone. So point is nice. by selling, I found out that the SM7B is a must work unit with the pod mobile. So is the 416. And in the beginning it didn't work with either of them. And now it works great with both of them. Um, so, you know, it's, kind of on the fly and I'd like to believe that at this point this is said and done and it's time to just you know multiply um but yeah uh it's been great it's been great and especially like I said the the, the people that I've been uh, working with and I say working with I mean by selling to uh that you guys have been amazing and and super helpful are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio-branding-strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website. And I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now, back to the podcast. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. And you never know what's going to come up in the future. You never know mm -hmm. what people's uses are going to be. And, and right. yeah, it may be a scenario that neither of us has any clue about right now. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. totally yeah, possible. I guess just, yeah. yeah keep selling them and see what happens. Um, but I wanted to go back a little bit to uh, just sort of mention your book. So is that out now? Is It's called Jumpstart, right? Yes, it is called Jumpstart. And, and, and what is it about? It's about, you know, getting your life together. Uh, it's, it's very much self-help. Um, you know, and, and the thing that I like about this book is that Sure, you can say, oh, you're smart, easy for you. Not really, because if you if you get, if you look at how much money I was making and the starting point, you're probably better off than I was. And I didn't do anything magic. I didn't come up with some crazy idea, patent, and, and then made a bunch of money. 
you know, I had a, a job paying, I'm probably not supposed to disclose, but paying pretty low. And, you know, it was by having discipline and, and budgeting and, you know, diligently saving, da 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 that I got very quickly out of a pretty dire situation. And, you know, and thank God now I, I have my own home, you know, I'm no longer renting. Um, and, and got things together pretty quickly, you know. And, uh, for example, one, one super simple example, it was a temptation I had at year two. At year two, I had been bumped in salary, like quite a lot. And the difference was such that I could easily just go to, I actually did go to Mercedes, and it would be a $4,000 down payment and $440 a month to drive that beautiful sleek, I think it was a CLA 250. And oh my goodness, I was all over the car. The black leather, the, the wheels, it was, I drove it, it was nice. And I'm like, okay, obviously I can do this because I have the savings, you know, and, and the surplus of the um, additional income because I got a raise, super covers it, that's fine. Why not? And I'm like, let me hold off on that for a sec. And, you know, and then I delayed purchasing a car for another two years, two and a half years. I drove the little Jetta for four and a half years. You know, it was a $3,500 car. And, uh, and you know, the difference is that I could go and get that same car just a couple years later, but having a lot more savings and having a lot more savings, you could put a down payment on a property, for example, which in my case was, to be clear, my mom also helped with that. So, you know, uh, and she gets the rent. But if I were on my own devices, I could have at that point uh, put the down payment on a duplex property and rent the other side, have the, the mortgage partially covered. The point is, it just if you just delay that a little bit, you have more opportunities because you have more savings. At least you have more security. So is that sort of mindset that I'm trying to show, you know, young adults that, you know, they need that information. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, and that's the yeah. thing you, you really need to see through. Like, uh, I know people graduate with student loan debt, for instance, you know, and I, there's a whole chapter about that, that, you know, I literally t teach how to budget and to look month by month, year by year. And I get the, you know, it's a fictitious story, so it's not really a real story. Um, so things happen and will not happen exactly that way. But this guy comes out of the, you know, uh, from, out of graduates from college with debt. And in five years, he's got $100,000 saved by working normal, uh, me mediocre to moderate paying jobs. It is possible. But... You can't see it until somebody shows you or if you actually laid the numbers down. But oftentimes, people that are in a bad place, especially if they're like high anxiety, a little bit depressed, we never know. You know, we all have our difficulties. It's very difficult for somebody to just take days to just lay out that plan it's not easy. It's easy to say some tell somebody to do it, but it's not easy to to have the overcome the the resistance to do it yourself. And oftentimes, we don't even know we don't have even the idea to do that. You know, 
So the book, for example, shows you that. Um, so it's super helpful. It, it, it teaches you how to claim a raise, get a raise, which I call adjustment of financial compensation, because to get a raise, <laughs> you need to really, you know, ramp up your uh, productivity and contribution before you ask for one. Uh, so all this sort of thing, like work ethic, uh, dietary, is very much prescriptive. Um, there's no religion whatsoever in the book, though I've been, I made the choice to be Christian, but there's no religion in the book. I think that's good because I don't want to help one, one, one group of people, not the other. I think that's, I don't, don't, do not like that exclusive mindset. Um, and, you know, I think it's got a lot of knowledge, real world, you know, um, overcoming your own disbelief oftentimes, lack of confidence. Sure. Yeah. It's all there. It's all, all there. It's been <laughs> Sounds able, like because a great I'm, book. Well, I appreciate it. I think it's a good book at least, but because I'm mm -hmm. shy, I did never made an effort to sell the thing, to promote the thing. It's just horrible. <laughs> just just can't do this. Like, who are you to be telling well, me what to do? Well, but you did an audio book, like, right? Well. Huh? You did an audio book, right? That, that was the whole reason for the pod mobile, right? It was, oh, but I never did. I recorded the, the first 20 minutes of what the, the introduction is, like, where do I come from? Uh -huh. And to lay down those 20 minutes, it took me six hours because I had to go back and forth with pronunciation. You know, I have okay. an accent. <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, I think people would have understood. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm perfectionist, you know, and, and that's the issue. <laughs> if it's an audiobook, it needs to be an audiobook, not, you know, accent in a podcast, that's fine, but not in an audiobook book. I mean, accent is okay, but the, the words needs to be, need to be pronunciated perfectly and the grammar needs to be perfect as well. Um, well, you know, you do know uh, several audiobook authors at this point, right? Like, right. It was, <laughs> the, this is the VO industry now. is your oyster at this moment. I'll pay you in pod so. mobiles like <laughs> one per week. You yeah. know? <laughs> oh my you goodness. You could just funny. ask. <laughs> oh, I, I don't yeah. have the heart to ask. I don't have the heart to ask. If somebody <laughs> offers, I'll be like, okay, how can I, you know, uh, repay you? Um, but uh -huh. nah, I, I don't have the heart to ask. Um, okay. but the book's on well, Amazon. I, I leave if that you... in your court. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if you, if you look, look, if you just Google, not necessarily Google, just put my name on Amazon search, the book will come up guaranteed. This is it. Okay. Jumpstart. And, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, just show you some, one picture of Audio Sigma way back in 2012. <laughs> okay. It it's nuts. Okay, this oh gosh, this is my grandpa. I can't help but to mention him. Okay. He was a uh, big influence. Uh, huge. Uh, he immigrated to Brazil and he started from scratch, just like I immigrated to the U.S. and started from scratch. Uh -huh. uh, built. There's a building downtown. His building out of pocket, no bank loans. Oh, lost everything. Good for him. Uh, wow got got depressed at the end of his life uh had didn't have mm. wasn't didn't have a successful marriage and i believe that to be the reason uh he uh eventually you know but he was a great man he you know uh i loved him more than i can i was here mm. 3 months in and he passed and i could not go see him it was oh no it was awful oh, that's hard 
I'm sorry to hear the, that. Yeah, that was not fun, that's for sure. Mm. <laughs> and that was the original? Yeah, see, <laughs> okay. Sigma, this is the car device yeah. that I was referring to. Okay, uh, that, yeah, yeah. There was a ton of research. Yeah, okay. so the whole thing's here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it looks like an awesome book, and I, I do think people should pick it up. I would love to get the URL so I can put that in the show notes um, oh my when we're uh, when I put this up. But yeah, um, before we before we we uh, end this off because we're getting a little bit to the end here, I want to ask you because I know that you deal with this all day, every day, um, in both your regular job in your entrepreneurial. Um, uh, offering here why do you think sound is important to us as human beings it's such a fundamental um question i love it uh it occurred to me one day people decorate their homes with pictures and and canvases and art nobody thinks about decorating their house with music you know with beautiful music um granted eyesight's probably the first um sensory um most prioritized by the brain but right behind it is is hearing and it can influence your state of mind your your emotions you know if you put the right music to work you work better if you put the right music to work out you work out better you know if you want to have a romantic date there's a very different kind of music you want to play there um well <laughs> needless to say it's amazing and if you if you don't if you're not uh, cognizant of what you're choosing to hear, it will have a, a, an effect in you. So, you know, um, particularly, I'm, I, I, I mind the lyrics of songs. If it's not telling me a good message, I'd rather not hear it. You know, it is the case that music, some, even the notes, if you, even if you, you know, not, quote unquote, you're not paying attention to the lyrics, I believe you always are. Just that, you know, 60 hertz, 80 hertz, kind of kind of like bass, but not really bass, hitting incessantly can drive up your anger. Um, I don't know. I find sound to be extremely influential in a person's health. And Very much I so. can tell you, I've dealt with anxiety. I deal with anxiety my whole life. And if there's one thing that will help me is music when i was doing that r d project two three years in my bedroom literally the first thing i would do in the morning was lap a pair of headphones in my my head and i would listen to jazzradio.com at that time now we have spotify but lo-fi or piano jazz and and I, I told my mom i cannot afford to have a conversation right now i need to put my brain on the mm. right tracks because i am this adhd totally so, you know, it helped me. And if I if I wasn't uh, doing that, probably would have taken longer or never completed the project. Um, you know, I when I'm sad, I go out to run and I listen to country music. And when I'm finished running, I'm like much more cheerful. At gym, I like the, the you know, more like the classic rock, sometimes more like a heavy rock, but really drives up strength. So it's so influential. That's what I believe. Some say we like bass because when we're, you know, when we're in, in the womb, we can hear the heartbeat. 
It's a very low frequency. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You know? So uh, it's hard to, 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 to not imagine. It's like sound is so important. I, I will put right there with what you see. At least. I, I just think that we don't pay as much attention. But we probably yeah. should. We definitely should. That's why I have this podcast. <laughs> I love it. I that's absolutely what, love it. That's what the point is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. The yeah, tone of voice. important. Even mm -hmm. the tone of voice. You can, you know, there are people that you want to listen to all day, like you. And there are people that you can't stand to have a conversation, you know. And, uh, you know, I even, I, <laughs> I even find myself like, I, I could actually not be attracted to somebody because of their voice, for example, even if she looks good. It's, um, it's crazy. I think, I think sound is very important. Yeah. For all, yes. all especially for when mental health is concerned, I think we re mm -hmm. totally underestimate the impact of music, lyrics, and the sound apart from the lyrics. Sure. Yeah, I agree very much so. I know we're all super busy and pulled in so many different directions these days, so I wanted to take a moment to celebrate and thank the people who have taken a moment to review this podcast. Jay Mahaffey writes, Great advice. I especially enjoyed this interview. He's talking about my interview with voice coach Cynthia Jai. A lot of good advice for speakers, singers, and anyone looking to step up their vocal game. Thanks so much, Jim. I really appreciate your review, and I'm so glad you found this episode useful. And now back to the show. Well, thank you for the perspective. I mean, definitely you're working in an industry where you're supporting how people make that sound. So good for you. Good for you. And, and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what are you working on now besides Pod Mobile, Or is that that's consuming everything right now? <laughs> it is because I need to be focused on that. Uh, before I divert to any other uh, products, right? So today... That makes total sense, sure. Today I have my job at Kicker, so I'm building, you know, car audio. Uh, and and but I don't particularly have any... I don't particularly care about car audio all that much. Uh, sure, it's nice to have a nice sound system in the car, 100%, but the, the bass culture is not my thing very much. But, well, you know. but you are contributing to a sound environment, and a car is a very much uh, an environment where sound matters very much. Right. So, and there are uh, the people I mean, that they yeah. like sound quality, and I really like that. Sound quality in cars is absolutely awesome. Uh, in terms of my, my job, I like the company I work for, and especially the founder. I'd like to be like him. Um and, you know, as far as Audio Sigma is concerned, I love the Pod Mobile because, you know, it's such a, a, a great tool to actually um, spread knowledge and information. And audiobooks, uh, interviews, what we're doing right now, we're using it. I mean, I'm using it. Um, are you using yours? Just kidding. <laughs> Mine uh, actually is yeah, I have it behind me, but uh, yeah, mm. this is actually a USB mic, strangely yeah. enough. This mm. is a USB mic. Mm. It's, it's right into my computer um, mm -hmm. because the HyperX, I can change the color. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks super cool. Um, 
it's fun and it, it it's it's fine you know in the booth i have the 416 so that's totally i was just just but, teasing yeah. you a little bit um <laughs> Uh, so I will really capitalize on the pod mobile because first of all, I think it's a gift uh, to be working with you guys, you know, and I'd be, I, I think it would be very unwise if I go after a different market at this point and spread myself thin and, and, and especially point, sure. I would not be personally uh, happy to not, not dedicate myself as much to, to you guys. Like generally, you know, I owe you. I owe you guys, you, J. Michael, Andrew, all these people, a ton. And I want to be there for you, you guys. You are definitely not be like helping di- us diverse. out. Well, I appreciate it, you know, and, and just, and it's very much mutual because you're, you gave me hopes to build this dream company that hopefully will be the next thing, the next phase of my life. And, and I hope to be, you know, like family with, with the employees and everybody. So. Now, because of well, you guys, you this can actually have... happen. <laughs> you definitely have a wonderful product. And, and I think that a lot of voice actors and um, uh, podcasters alike are going to really love what you're offering. So along those lines, can you let me know and let the people listening know how they can get in touch with you if they want to learn more? Uh, you can um, add me on LinkedIn, Fernando, Eat. Pires, Fernando, E-I-D-P-I-R-E-S. Um, also, uh, if you go to audiosigma.com, just audiosigma, super easy, .com. Um, the site, website's not fully, it's not built, but the contact information is there. And I will check that email. That's the email that I personally check. So if anybody wants to get in touch, okay, um, very easy. If you just want to c- comment, uh, have a question, you know, fire away. Um, I'm taking small quantities of orders, you know, because I'm still building those myself one by one, but it doesn't take four hours like the other one. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Yes. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> I, the lesson was well That's learned. Good. Yeah, so it's not going to yes. kill me. And quite the opposite okay. really helps, especially in the beginning. I want to get as much of those uh, hand-built units out as possible. And so, you know, I can... I can see uh, like the, the, the strengths and weaknesses of this and really uh, know what I have in hands. And, um, you know, and I will make sure that everybody's taken care of, you know, whether especially if there's an issue, uh, lifetime warranty for the fir- first uh, hand built units. And of course, that that won't be the case for, you know, mass production. Um, you can't do that. <laughs> this is like crazy. But that's um, hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm planning at least one year warranty minimum for when it's mm-hmm. mass produced. But I think there's a cool factor to get something that is like, you know, this is the early one. This is the, you know, the oh, pro- yeah. basically the, the, the next thing after the prototype. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So audiosigma.com yep. and LinkedIn, my name, that, that's guaranteed, uh, very easy to reach out to, to me personally. And uh, if you want to, you know, get a pod mobile, you're mo- most welcome for sure. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Fernando, for being on the podcast. I look forward to seeing where all of this takes you in the future. And well, thank uh, you, yeah, I wish you every success. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time.